We're the podcast podcast, the only white caps podcast. Yeah, we're the podcast podcast with Chris and John. Episode number three of Podcaps, uh, the only Whitecaps podcast, still the only Whitecaps podcast. Uh, I'm Chris James. I'm the co-host. Um, the other co-host, John Cullen, he's not in town. He's in Alberta right now, home of the Edmonton Trappers FC. Uh, and I am joined. He, John did a cool thing, or so he thought, which was he thought it would be cool. Hey, I'll get one of my buddies to come in and do the show with you. And... So he said, hey, he'll come by, and he'll, he knows a lot about MLS. He used to work for MLS in some regard, and I thought, oh, that's really cool. And then he showed up. He's wearing fucking TFC-related attire, and then it dawned on me. I started to do some Googling, and I realized that this guy used to work for TFC. He's a TFC supporter, and I'm fucking choked that he's in my house, <laughs> and it's pretty awkward, to be honest, at the moment. Uh, because, yeah, we've never met before, and this fucking guy comes in, and he's, you know, he's chanting 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, and, and he's, you know, I've got neighbors, I try to explain to the guy, and so here we are, doing this week's podcast with, what's your name, Devang Desai. You got it. Yeah, How's so... How's it going, sir? <laughs> yeah, well, I just... <laughs> I just told you, so he's laughing because he thinks it's funny, I guess, and, you know, maybe I would be laughing too if I were in his position. But uh, to be honest with you, I think it's very disrespectful to come into somebody's home and to, to laugh at them when they, you know that they support a team. And maybe, do you think maybe, um, I don't know, maybe we'll get John on the actually John's on the phone. I just have him muted. I'll unmute him now. Hello, John. Ang, uh, Ang, listen. You don't have to be on the show, Ang. <laughs> you do not have to be on the show. I'm sorry that Chris said all that shit about you. Like, I I actually told him before you got there that you were a TFC. I don't read. No, I, you, yeah, I don't read any. You, I don't. I don't read. I don't read the stuff that you sent to me. <laughs> I don't read it. It says red, but that just me that just means that I. I just want to clarify it. for your your wonderful uh, listening base that I was invited before the outcome was decided on yeah. Saturday at BC Place. Well, so let's say, for example, I mean, some would argue that the outcome was decided prior <laughs> to the match. I mean, the fix was in. Sure, we can we can get bogged down semantics, but you guys invited me before the game was decided. So you make the bed. You make your own bed, I guess. You make your own bed. Yeah, I, I do make my own bed. Yeah, don't don't look. It's not maybe might not be made right now, but I do generally make my own bed. Um, okay, so let's let's dive right into it. We had a fixture. We played uh, against each other on the we uh, we're recording this Sunday, so it was yesterday. Uh, I had the pleasure of going to the game. Devang, you went to the game I as well. I was there as well. What's what section are you sitting in? So I was. I think I was in two sixteen. So two sixteen. I, I, um, I made some enemies, but uh, you know what? No one in Vancouver gets mad enough about anything, so it was a very cordial, <laughs> wow. familial, familial atmosphere. So what What I'm going to... So what was that section? I just want to see which section is a, is a TFC sympathizing section. <laughs> so, two, so 219, I believe, is like the supporters section, like the away. The supporters section. And then That's I, a laugh. I, I how, how many people in the supporters section for the TFC? I believe there were 150. 150. Yeah. Not scattered? You're talking 150 in one section. Traveling? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I, I didn't see them or hear them, so that's a real testament to where, how, where we, where how you strong... Sitting? Chris, where were you sitting? Where, I don't sit, you clown. <laughs> I stand because I'm part of the yeah. Outsiders. And, and John, um, yeah, you, yeah. you weren't at the game. Uh, you were no. watching, watching on television, right? I was, yeah. I was. Uh, first of all, I will say that uh, that was embarrassing from the bang because the only people who sit at games are fucking casuals. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. Actually, you sat. Is that your whole thing, guys? You, is that is this your whole thing where you the casuals? It's not our whole thing. I feel like that's your wow. brand is basically. I mean, we have a lot of things to be it's honest. Almo it's almost yeah. like you should have called this the casuals. I no, feel like that would have been a good name for a podcast. I mean, to be honest with you, there is like I'm pretty sure a group called the White Caps Casuals. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, the the uh, pigeon casuals. The pigeon casuals. No, there's 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 one called the White Caps Casuals on Twitter. 
And Perfect. yeah, well, I hope they never ever listen to this. They're, they're, they're obviously banned from listening. They they know they yeah. can't listen. They don't even bother. Um, okay, yeah, they, so let's, they're banned for sure. And uh, that's another yeah, one of our I mean, things, by the way, Devang. Devang says we don't, that we have one thing. That, that's another. We ban people. <laughs> Some sometimes people who don't even have interest in listening. That's one of our favorite things. My favorite things to do. Um, okay. Tune into the Casuals podcast starting up. Tomorrow. Oh, that yeah, that would be a great that would be a great podcast. It would be like it would start off like who was the guy who had kind of the big butt? <laughs> By the way, the answer is Jose Altidore. I feel like I feel like that would blow up on the iTunes charts. I what? feel like that 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 exact. That's just the show. You, the, show the show is, is just, just people talking things about. you've heard at a stadium. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I mean, it wouldn't be. It would. It, I mean, there could. We could stand to have another White Cavs podcast. Definitely. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So there's only one, and we're and we're it. Yeah, we we. It, it, it would not surprise me at all if there was another podcast that came out tomorrow called The Casuals, copycatting what we've done. And John, you. Um, you were actually on the sport. We should talk about this a little bit before John was on was on talk radio, talk sport radio, sports talk radio in wow. Toronto, r- sponsored by Rogers, which is I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Ted Rogers, <laughs> deceased, is one of the biggest businessmen in the history of Canada, and you were on his radio program, correct? Yes, he, yes, absolutely. Uh, they had a seance, and from beyond. No, the come on, that's and, disrespectful. Come on. Uh, his well, family I, could I'm, be his family could be listening and Eric Hurtado's family. Remember that's what people said to us on the message right, board. Yeah. I mean I hope Eric Hurtado's family's listening to this. Hang on. Let's not get into that yet. Hey, he doesn't come up till around the eighty sixth minute of the podcast, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Anyways, right, my um, bad, my bad. So um, I was on I was on Toronto Sports Talk Radio. Uh, I think that's gotta be a podcast record, but we only did two episodes and I already got we already got invited to be well, the, on, you're with my friend, my friend Dan Riccio, correct? Dan Riccio, yes, he was he was pretty cool. I he seemed, I listened to the episode, Great dude. and Great and dude. and I will mention I listened because I of course I wasn't invited on. Right. It was only John. So John says we were invited on, but no. Apparently they think I talk. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, to be honest, I do talk a lot about jacking off on the podcast, <laughs> and I and I and people make it very clear that I swear too much. Because are you saying that your views would not be accepted on mainstream radio? Almost? What I'm saying is I've got this one character called James Christopher, who's a grizzled <laughs> sports writer, and he pops up sometimes, and he doesn't care about anything. And they would have had to have listened, and they would never. No, this could I be do, a problem. I think James Christopher as a name choice is fantastic, James, by Because my name is Chris that, James. Right. But, like so that, but that also, I believe that that could be someone, right? Like that's I why it sounds... an actual... You're right. <laughs> and and so he comes up every now and he says, Hey, what the fuck are you... Hey, what are you talking about? Hey, I'm just trying to fucking jack off over here. He has sex problems. He has issues, sexual issues. And so that would have been one of the things they would have been scared of, definitely. Fair, fair. But John was great. John, you were hilarious on it. I listened. Big laugh. What what was the what was the funny part? They asked you. They said what they asked us. What what's your problem with Hurtado? And what what did you say? Well, so they said so. What they said was, and first of all, I, uh, when they messaged me, they actually said that the producer of the show messaged me, and he said, "Just so we're clear, you're not the jackoff guy." Right? <laughs> yes. And, was uh, that a meal? Was that yeah, a yeah, meal? Not, a meal, right? <laughs> yeah. John, it was right. Okay. okay. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what they said was. Uh, you know, they noticed that we don't care for, for Eric Hurtado, and they said, uh, give me a reason why you don't like Eric Hurtado. Give me one reason. And I said, because he's really bad. Yeah, that was a really good moment. They said, they yeah. said, you seem to, they, you seem yeah. to, you seem to, what's with the hatred for Hurtado? And they said, you said, there's so many reasons. And then they said, that you said, there's so many reasons why we hate her, Eric Hurtado, which was very, that was a very... I felt like that was very poignant, and uh, and then they said what they said what and he said because he's bad and that sums it up. We're supporters of the team. We want the team to succeed. He's he's an attacking player who doesn't score goals, and we want attacking players who do score goals. Simple as that. So let's go into the starting lineups now. Let's look over the the starting. Oh, sorry, that's my Facebook. Um, it's a good-looking girl posted a photograph. Uh, okay, so um, the starting eleven, John. We'll, we'll go over first. 
benched uh, the the Whitecaps. Did you look at both starting 11s before the game, Devang? Oh, I did. I okay, did. Yeah. so I was one uh, one big surprise. Uh, I was real happy with the lineup that we put out initially. This is remember, I'm looking at it before the game. Of course. But but I said this is a strong lineup. Surprised by Richie. Although I mean Tornagi didn't look very good in in the in the three two loss obviously, and I guess Robinson felt he looked bad enough that he didn't trust him to start this game. But I was surprised by that. That was the big surprise for me is when I saw Richie's name on there. I thought that was that was a um, a bit of a shocker. But other than that, good lineup. What do you think, John? Do you like the eleven? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, I think it probably means that this might be the end of Tornagi in Vancouver. Maybe you think um, so. But he has the best yeah. chant, though. Pardon? He has the only good chant. Paulo Tornagi. Paulo Tornagi. I, I, think I, I just want to say there's an issue with the um, the support in Vancouver. So hang, you can't you can't just take hang another a song that hang was a, a famous song hang on a and second. then throw in the player's on. name and hang say it's good. Hang on one second. It's true. It's bizarre. Hang on one second. Are you saying it's that, almost sad? Actually. Are you saying the yeah. Southsiders steal songs <laughs> from other? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, and they're stealing, but then they're stealing. Do you know what's and really? I feel like it's bad. It's bad. Do you know what's really bizarre is sometimes there's ones that I wasn't aware of, and then I'll be <laughs> watching like United because I watch Manchester right. United, and so I'll watch United play against a, another team in the EPL, and then I'll hear them do the chant, and then I'll and go, like, oh, oh that's her, that's her. But like that's that's fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like that yeah. that happens, but. Yeah. That the Tornaki chant is an example of the you don't, egregious overstep. That is. Why do you think that's egregious? Why? Uh, why I mean, some of them are much worse than. I that. mean, right. and, and it's a it's a low bar. Don't get me wrong; it's a low bar to clear. But I feel like that's one an example. Yeah. Of the issues that the uh, the the caps. Well, the caps. To be honest, face. to be honest with you, John and I think I I actually misspoke before. John and I actually believe that all of the chants that the Southsiders <laughs> do are great. Right? Right, John? Yeah, I was actually surprised that you were kind of suggesting... I'm high. I'm high, to be honest. I'm uh, I'm definitely sober, and, and I can... I oh, yeah, can, you're a uh, teetotaler. Yeah, I'm a teetotaler. Just, I, I do like to bring that up. Also, Jillian Jacobs. Jillian Jacobs, also a teetotaler. Wikipedia searched that the other day. Gillian Jacobs. Did you know I knew that because I was just listening to her on Comedy Bang Bang, right. and they reference right. it on that episode right. of, of the podcast, so I actually weirdly just <laughs> found that information out myself as well. That's cool, man. Well, Devang and I are starting to get along a little better. I think, I think this well, friendship is... Uh, well. I actually, her, her, her name is uh, pronounced Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, we said Gillian. Right, right. Like, sorry. You guys sorry. No, no, no. I wanted to correct myself. Sorry. Gillian Jacobs. Wait, did you not yeah, say yeah, Gillian? I didn't know. I said Gillian. Oh, yeah, dumb fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, um, anyways, sorry. We're back on the Fritz here the friendship um okay so as far as the start i didn't I, I took a look at the the toronto fc starting okay so the starting 11 by the way okay so let's take a look uh ty burton lava in the middle the jacobson's the other option lava's the obvious choice there i like mesquita in the number 10 he in my opinion he's the only um player that's looked comfortable it's the only player who's I a thought natural he was, i thought he was your best player as well yeah he was, he was yeah player. shane and williams had a good good yeah. game as well they gave the man in the match to Fucking Tim. Par Anyways, so so uh, uh, I like Mosquito in the number ten for sure, and uh, yeah, pre-game I like Davies and Breck out wide, and Montero's the obvious choice uh, as a striker. Um, but yeah, it didn't it didn't end up looking like the best choice of eleven as the game moved on. But let's let's move on to Toronto's uh, starting eleven. Um, so I looked at. I was upset that Javanko wasn't fit. Of course. Yeah, of course. J John, were you upset about that? Um, I mean, no, I wasn't upset. Yeah. See, John has <laughs> that, and, and there is a there is a two minds of that, right? Because you're a supporter and you want your team to win, and so obviously we stand a better chance of winning if Sebastian Javanko's not playing. He's the best player in the MLS. Yep. But to be honest with you, I pay, my mom pays for my season tickets. To and watch the best. To watch the best. Yeah players in the world and I want to see the best player in the MLS play Yeah, and so I was disappointed so is my brother my brother and I we stand together in the <laughs> in the Southsiders so and you don't, I just wanted to clarify you don't sit well we the... do at the half okay that's when you get your okay. sitting in okay. right. do they have a supporter section in TFC do. or do you all just kind of just, just we kind do of actually diddle daddle we, around the, we, the foyer 
What we do, we have a sit-in. We call it a sit-in, right? Like yeah. um, what we do back in college days when we want to protest something. We we just organize people just to sit I instead see. of stand. And so that's, you, yeah. that's what that's yeah. your. But there is in in all actuality, they do have a supporter section. Of course. Right? Have you what? Have, what? what? I mean, to be honest with you, <laughs> I've never watched a TFC match. No, I'm just kidding. They're my second, <laughs> they're my second favorite team in the MLS. That's the truth. Um, okay, so John. Um, so you you do, you don't care to watch? I mean, actually, you weren't there, so that's why that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wasn't gonna be. I wasn't gonna be able to be at the game live. Yes. Uh, if so you were at the really, game live, right away, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me whether he plays or not. And then obviously, yeah, if I I want the Whitecaps to win, mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be better if he doesn't play. But I mean, in 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 given the way the season started, it's probably best for us if like no one plays. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I mean, if you guys want like TFC lineup thoughts, I can provide them. Yeah, because because I don't know that's that's the normal yeah. formation they play. So no, I think the keeper selection was huge. Like the Clint Irwin was like the starter last year. He's mm-hmm. the starter that brings you to the MLS Cup, and then you you swap swap out for Alex Bono, who I think when Clint was hurt last year was. Fantastic. Does anyone ever call him Alex Boner? I mean, they call him Bono, Sick. as in as in famous YouTube frontman yeah. uh, and humanitarian, etc. Like just uh, world class. If he was a white cap and he was on po- <laughs> and we and on I was going to say what? How would they? How would no? What supporters? It would it be like in the name of love, and then you just ruin that or something. To be honest with you, that? not very many people have. Not very many players have songs. <laughs> Like only Tornaghi. Who who else, John? What other players have songs that they actually use? Uh, Mosquita. They do. Uh, da, 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 da. Mosquita. Okay. Um, yeah, that one sucks. Yeah. Just yeah. listening. Listen, I mean, listen, I mean, I mean, what, what I mean is it sucks because the sound quality of it coming over from you. Yeah, it's a great chant. World class. Better than each one is better than the last. I find. I'll listen to the chant sometimes, and that's why I don't chant them because mm-hmm. I just want to listen. Because mm-hmm. that's why I don't sing them. It's not because I'm embarrassed to be saying them out loud in front of hu- other human beings. It's because I just want to listen and really savor how wonderful these chants are. And and my favorite one is uh, Boundary Road. Take, Take me, me home, home. Yeah. to yeah. the place I belong, uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, mama, something mama. Yeah. Take me home, That's, Boundary so Road. I, I went to the, the home opener against yes. Philadelphia. I sat and I sat adjacent to the supporter section, so I heard a lot of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Boundary Road song made me spit take. I was drinking a Coca Cola and yeah. I spit it out because I could not believe. You couldn't believe. Road. Yeah, the boundary creativity. Road. Well, Boundary Road. See, so I'm going to let him know, John, what Boundary Road is. Boundary yeah, yeah, Road please, is a road. It's a road in Vancouver that uh, signifies the boundary between. I'm Vancouver extremely familiar with Boundary Road. And I'm Burnaby. extremely familiar with that area. And so, oh, that's right. You work at work Burnaby. Out Burnaby. So, so you know Boundary well, Road. The reason they used to sing it is because they played at Swan Garden. Thank you. Correct. That's where it's on Boundary Road. Which is located on Boundary Road. Which is fair. Which is fair. Which is fair. And uh, so to be to be fair, like, you know, if they were to sing it based on where BC Place is located now, it doesn't have quite the same ring to it. Like, Beatty Road. Way. No, Beatty. <laughs> I think it would be the Sky Train Station, correct? It would, it would probably be like Stadium, Stadium Sky Train. Stadium Chinatown. Stadium Chinatown. Yeah, it is Chinatown. That's all you're right. Stadium. Take me home to the place I belong out in the suburbs Because I'm a casual And I can't afford to live downtown That's right, I'm equating casuals To being poor I mean, it's crazy Because I'm Tune in next week to Casual FC Podcast To be honest with you, no casuals listen to this Because we're so aggressively anti-casual That I don't think we could possibly Have any listeners Like, I think we the most we could possibly ever count on is like 40 or so because we alienate everyone else <laughs> and aggressively block people as How, well. Do you want to jump ahead to like the actual, because like I think the first half might have been the worst half of soccer I've watched. Well, I'll be honest with you, so I went to watch the highlights and, and the first highlight they, skip, they found... Right? They go to 66. 31. 31. 31. Okay. I mean, these okay. are extended highlights Extend- I was wow. watching. Wow. Extended five-minute highlight You know pack. the casuals aren't watching that. No, nah, they that. don't even know where to find the link. <laughs> Um, did you watch the the, the, the highlights? So so the 31st minute was where they found their first highlight, and that was Freddie Montero pressuring 
uh, boner. Correct. Correct. And uh, and actually, I, I, on the replay, I didn't even realize from the stadium how close it was. It was actually yeah. really close to going in. But that's, I mean, that's just a hustle play. That's yeah. just a guy frustrated with getting no I don't think no the Whitecaps had a shot on target in that first half. No, certainly not. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, that's just like a frustrated striker who doesn't see the ball enough trying to get himself involved in the game, you know? Um, so that's almost... Um, it's not a good sign. I mean, it's a good sign he's working so hard as a designated player, but the fact that he's feeling the need to right. get himself involved in those kinds of ways is sort of alarming. Um, so, yeah, we could probably jump ahead to the to the second half. I mean, so I, I think... Sorry, just, just before we get there, can I ask uh, Debang a question here? Yes, yeah. sir. Because uh, we, we kind of skipped over the Toronto FC starting 11, but I just want to ask really, how are you right. feeling about, the, about the, three, uh, the three defenders? Because I've kind of thought for a while that that's not not a bad way to play in MLS. I, I mean, the three-five-two is something now that's so ingrained in the team that I think it's the way forward. Uh, Betashore being able to play yesterday, I think, was a massive, massive uh, difference because we don't have a lot of right-back cover at all. So, so he plays a wing-back. Right. But, like, I mean, the three-five-two morphs into, like, a, it's it's amiable. Like, you can do anything mm. you really want to do. Uh, and he's naturally a right-back. Correct. And, like, they missed him against Philadelphia the week prior, and we had Subasa Endo, who was, like, a former rookie coming into the year, never played uh, that position before in his life. And then you throw him in there, and it does not look like things are going properly. But... What what TFC's health is the biggest issue because if you have those same five defenders playing every week in week out, this is why people are projecting them to be one of the top teams in the league. Cause well, there's stability. other reasons as well. I mean, of a course, a lot of but like they so they the thing was when Seba, Seba's first year here, he scored boatloads of goals. But we by conceded. the way, that's Sebastian Javanko for Correct, sorry, any casuals sorry. who are illegally <laughs> listening. But we scored boatloads of goals, so the problem is we couldn't defend yeah, for a lick. And then last year, the defense was extremely good. Mm-hmm. A lot of those same guys are back, so yeah. I think it's, it's, a, it's a comfortable start for them. They're unbeaten, on the road, three games. Yeah, He'll take it. I think definitely you guys looked good. I, I'm a big fan of Michael Bradley. I love Michael Bradley as a player. I thought he was... I, th- I think even if he maybe wasn't... I think he's the best player out on the field. Mm-hmm. When, when you're watching, he looks like the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. It seems like he controls the game. And, and, and one of our issues that we have is our best player on the field is a striker, a lone striker who can't get himself involved in the game on his own versus your best player in this circumstance. I mean, you have a number of best players, right. which is nice. You have I'd probably argue that plays. Josie Altidore is the best player on He probably had the best yeah. game in the end because he scored the brilliant goal and set up a goal. But up until that point, as far as controlling the game, Bradley was, you know, he was he was the player controlling the game. And, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't have that. We don't have a premier player who can control the game and that's an issue for us. And he controlled the center of the park, which is always a problem for us. Um, and yeah, and and Davies had a, had a, a horrific uh, first half as well. I, I well, I know this is a, a podcast. A podcast. I know it's like a Vancouver friendly uh, mm-hmm. podcast. I will say it was a tough ask because you guys went to like, and I watched that game on Tuesday against Tigres, and I'm like, good effort. Like obviously. That's a good team. Like maybe the best in North America that you played, and it's, it was always going to be tough sailing. But to come back and play us, yeah. it worked out fortuitously for, for us. Like it was a good, a good situation. I kind of guess. But yes, yeah, definitely. They they tired against Tigers. That's what you saw, and it because it just it's played at a much higher. Uh, Pace. They they played at a higher right. pace, and they just the the Whitecaps did fairly well to keep up with it for a while, for you know sixty minutes or so. But they were always gonna struggle to play ninety minutes against a team right. of that quality for sure. I guess the game changes. Breck Shea, Breck Shea red card. Okay, so oh yeah, and so yeah, we haven't even done a podcast since the Tigers match. Tigers, yeah, they kept it close enough that there's a. I mean, chance that... I mean, it would have been nice to keep it 1-0. That would have been real nice. Vargas scores a real quality goal at the end. Yeah. That really kind of, It was really tough to watch because it was really kind of a moment where you saw the tie kind of go... Yeah, I mean, it was always kind of going to be real tough, but, yeah, you kind of saw it go out of, out of your reach, and that was a little bit upsetting. But uh, they got cartel money, eh, John? 
Yeah, I mean, it's easy to win when you got uh, when you got cocaine money. You're, your, uh, yeah, you're bringing in genius. Have, have either of you been to Monterey? Yes. Have you, you yes, have, yes. I've, I've I've worked extensively there in the field <laughs> for many years, and I found that it was uh, really heavily bogged down. I hope I hope this podcast is banned in Monterey. By the way, to be honest, okay. anyone who lives in Monterey is banned from listening. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we, I will say, I, I Devang, I'm I am talking a little bit out of my ass. I've, I've never been to Monterey, but I do know. Can you pronounce uh, it one, you know one more time? I know the, the French mob very well. John, John, I, I just want to say, say the name again. He's questioning your pronunciation of say Monterey. It again. Say it again. Monterey? Okay. Just confirm. Yeah. I, I just, for my own personal yeah. records, confirmed. Okay, right. yeah. So I, I've never been to Monterey, or however you want me to Monterey. Monterey. Uh, but but the I but I do know that I do know a lot about the French mob, and I do know that Gignac heavily connected in the mob. So the reason he's in Monterey, it's not for the soccer. I'll tell you that right now. There's That's no very clear. That. What is a guy like that doing playing for Tigres? No, honestly. So Liga MX is good. It's it's good, but come on, the guy's the guy's coming from the guy's playing in France. He's he's playing, but he's not he's not starting for France. You know what I'm saying? Still. In France, in France, he was playing for Olympic Marseille, and he sure. was certainly no, starting. I think Tigres is the equivalent of Marseille. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think that yes. it's the equivalent playing against the Vancouver Whitecaps so in the semifinals think, think league, of the CONCACAF Champions League is the I'm same sorry. as the semifinals. I'm Why sorry. don't you go look in the in the Euro in the U, UEFA Champions sure. League sure. right now and see who's sure. playing in the semifinals and see and and then look at the fact that Olympic Marseille was often involved in the Champions League playing against sure. teams like Real Madrid when, and Barcelona. Literally when when. To, to, hey John. Look. Hey look, John. No, no, you have a computer. John, who's this fucking guy, man? Honestly, <laughs> who's this guy that you brought by my place? Chris, you got a computer. You got a computer, right? So you want me to look when? L- when was the last time Marseille was in the the final eight of the Champions League? Final eight? I don't know about that. But even in the group stage, they're playing against those teams. Do you think it's better? Be, yeah. Do you think it's better to make the finals of the of the That's not what I'm Champions sorry, League? Sorry, sorry. Here's, not, here's, here's what I'm arguing. Okay, hang on. League one, one League one, France, and yeah. Liga MX are very close in caliber. Um, I don't think that's true. I think. Uh, how do you I, know? Well, I because do you I watch. Do you yes. watch League MX? Yeah, I mean, I don't watch League MX. You don't at all. So then, how that's do you true. know? Do you hey, watch hey, League One? Hey, do you watch League hey, One? Hey, dude, John, do you know if <laughs> yeah. this guy? Do you know if this guy knows how to fight? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think uh, yeah, I think Devang's mixed it up a few times. Yeah, he looks like every time he goes to a TFC Whitecaps game, he's looking for a scrap. <laughs> he looks like he's tougher than me, but I just thought maybe if you could tell me, like, if you could say, like, oh no, he's like, I've seen him get the shit beaten out. This of went him. off the rails. This went off the rails. Hey, hey to be honest I... with you, it kind of started off the rails, buddy. Okay, Olympic Marseille. We're just looking it up here. Sorry, man. Hey, we're just doing a side note here. We can edit this out, but I just gotta, I just gotta show. And uh, who... no, no, this is good. I, I, I. I... Well, it's I, not good. I, I think that the uh, I agree with Devang. Other uh, aside from the fact that the top. Sorry, what was that? What did you just say? I said I agree with Devang, but the League One. You top agree with Devang? Are, hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on a second. You agree with Devang over your co-host? <laughs> Buddy, how long you in? How long you in Alberta for? I'll find a new co-host. Yeah, I know you will. Yeah, I have uh, all the passwords and I put the stuff up and I edit it. <laughs> Yeah, I know you do. No, you're you're a very valuable member of the show. A valuable member? It's my show. <laughs> yes. Um, but you can't argue with the top of the league. Like, the top of League One is much better than the top of League Oh, League. sounds like he actually agrees with me. Sounds like somebody had a change of heart, realized this podcast is a very important source of income John, for him. I'm curious. And- John, I'm curious if... Uh, I, I, I will definitely debate that point because I think it's a good point. But I'm curious, can you name who's at the top of League One right now? Can I name who's at the top of League One? Right. Yeah, PSG. Right. And then name yeah. name the rest, though, because I think you're, you're on to something here. Right, yeah, okay. Lyon. Yep. Yeah, sure. Okay. Marseille. So, so I think my issue is that much like Mexico, there is like five or six teams that can constantly compete in like the Clas Azura and like League One, same thing, where it's like there's a there's no mix. But I think the bottom table in Liga MX... By the way, PSG's played, not at the top of the table. Who are, is it Monaco right now? Yeah, it's Monaco. Right. Monaco, yeah. Um, nice is up there. The difference, Bordeaux. The difference... St. Etienne. This is where the... And you can say this about the Prem as well. The bottom table clubs give a lot more issues to the top 
in Mexico and in England than they do in France. Yeah. I think that's the big. That's my. Sure, big. Yeah. You think there's I, more I parity? Yeah. You think there's no, more parity? And, and not, not even parity because a lot of those same teams do end up being at the top. I but, got you. But there's more. The games are better. Exactly. And there's I more like randomness. I, there's more randomness than. I suppose it's because I'm a United supporter. United has struggled to really batter teams at the bottom of right. the table this year. So I sort of. I mean, see it. look at Liverpool. But Liverpool yeah. stands up against the best teams, and then when they play the bottom table, they are a shambles. So like it's. And, yeah. And, but yeah, there's definitely. I mean, it's definitely an issue in England for sure, as far as the the divide between those teams and the way you have to play against those teams and. They don't really. A lot of those teams don't try. A lot of them. That's how I talk about all the time. That's how the frig. That's how the goddamn Whitecaps play. The Whitecaps play like a goddamn bottom of the table team trying to avoid relegation. That's how they play. They play like they don't want to lose games. They want to draw. They're playing. They come up against TFC. Even Carl Fraudbinson says right away. Right after the game, he says, "You know, it's how I expected the game to be. No real action in the first half." Right. That's how you expect a game to be. You're in charge of how that game's going to be. It's I, in your stadium. Right. It's in your stadium. It's a home game, and you're managing so the let's, team. So let's talk about the red card, then. What do you think? Well, of course, the red card changed it. So, so, but we have to say, okay, so before that happened, bad first half, nothing really happened mm-hmm. either way. Probably a b- better chance. Con- game controlled by TFC, for sure. Nothing moving forward from the Whitecaps, offering nothing at all. They, they subbed off Davies, who had a horrible half. Worst, worst he's played, but I give him a, a break. Mm-hmm. He came from Mexico. He played that mm-hmm. game full 90 minutes. He's a kid. I give him a break, you know? So he, he comes off. Bolaños comes on. The game changes. We start offering something moving forward. Uh, um, I was saying to Devang, um, I think that, that, like... Uh, uh, that, that it was big to have someone who was cutting inside, and Bolaños was doing that. Bolaños was coming inside, dropping back, playing the Pedro role a little bit, and, and distributing the ball and, and doing something a little bit different. And it changed. We started getting a bit of pressure in, in the second half, and it looked good. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that um, for sure. I, I think that Bolaños last year was uh, – an underrated member of the team. I mean, I know he won like the team's most valuable player at the end of the year or whatever, but I think yeah. he didn't get quite enough credit for uh, for linking up the, you know, because we always play with two defensive midfielders. We need someone that can play between them and the wingers and strikers. And honestly, like Belanius is probably the only guy we have that can do that right yeah. now, aside from maybe Jordi Reyna, who, you know, when we, he's healthy, I guess we'll see what he can bring to the table. Yeah, we but. didn't really get to see him, unfortunately. But yeah, he, I, I, that's interesting because I think, yeah, I think Jordi Reyna and and uh, Bolaños would be doing a similar thing. Although I guess Jordi yeah. Reyna is more, I mean, he, he, he more of a straight out attacking player. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think I think for me, um, the the starting eleven now, I think I and like Nico Mesquita, especially when Bolaños came on, them linking up, they linked up well, and they they got Freddie Montero involved. I think those those three have to start. Those three have to be in your starting eleven as Bolaños playing out wide on one of the wings. Nico is number 10 and Freddie Montero up front. I think that has to be. I think that was clear from those 15 or 20 minutes where we had that uh, against, as you said, a very good defensive team right. in Toronto FC. We, we managed to generate good, legitimate chances and control the ball and move forward against them, and that was a good sign. Um, but then the, the red card. <laughs> the red card came, and, um, yeah, that was... That was uh, I, will, I will say this. Like, I mean... I think Ismail Fife is like a very classic MLS ref. In the he's sense a piece of, like, of shit. He's well, a piece of garbage. My thing is like if you're playing a game in which he's officiating it mm-hmm. and you know him, yeah, maybe that's, that's something you talk about beforehand where it's like you know that if, if you say anything to him, yes. he's he will be quick to to discipline you. You can tell from looking exactly. at him. Exactly. And also and, and look at it, and look at how many cards he's handed out over his career. Like he is yeah. not he he will he will give you something for something. Yeah. He's so, the kind of guy who if someone says something to him on exactly. the street, he's going to stop exactly. and he's going to try to so fight then, them. So then why would Brekshay decide to speak back after a horrendous challenge? That yeah. first challenge was brutal. It was it was a type of challenge I made that purely should, out of that frustration. Could, you, that no. could have been a red, though, as no. well. It could have. Of no. course it could. No. Of course it could. No, if you're giving out a red. That's a I, ridiculous challenge, It's though. not, but it's, all it is, is, it's definitely just a yellow. It's a, frustra- it's I mean, a frustrating challenge. Fair. But, but there's no there's nothing in the rule books that calls that a yellow. It's not dangerous play. It's malicious, for sure. Mm, I, 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 I don't think, so. think that it is, no. I think it's just a... Ta- so, just no, a, it doesn't matter, though, because yeah. Breck ensured that he was punished properly for 
for being an idiot afterwards. Yeah. And that's what happened. So And so And then the game changes as in the better team eventually just starts to walk over the white caps. Well, I mean with ten down to fair, ten nine. Yeah. Fair, but it was it was clear it was evident on this day that we were the better team. Well, John, do you think that that's clear? I mean, it was evident in the first half. I think the the beginning of the second half, it wasn't so evident before that red card. I really don't think it was. I think the game, I think we looked just as likely to score before that red card. Just as likely to score as TFC. And I think with one break, one ball that, that popped our way and a goal that goes in, I think. I mean, you were the better team overall. Right. Um, and, and I think you are the better team. And it's definitely with Javanko, I think, because right. I think you're one of the best teams in the MLS. But I think that we could have stolen that game. And I made that comment from the stands before that red card. I said, I think we could steal this game. We could get a goal here, and we could defend well, and we could we could steal this game. But yeah, the the Brexit. Anyways, in the in the stadium, you were watching it on TV, right, uh, John? So you were yeah. the one who yeah. told me you knew right away that he had said something to him. Yeah, he said it was very clear on the replay that he said to the referee, "Fuck you," yeah. and then the ref and then the referee <laughs> looked at him and was kind of like, "What did you say?" And Breck said, "You heard what I said." Yes. And then he gave and then he gave him the yellow. I mean, that's I believe dumb. I don't, that's I don't think dumb. it was you heard what I said. It was something because I, I just watched the replay. You could see it on the replay. It was something like that. It was like, uh, "Yes, I did." Did you oh, just yeah, did you just like say that, right? this? Did you just say what I think you said? I think is what he said or something like that. And he said yes, I did. And uh, yeah, that was really bizarre because you could just say no, I'm sorry, sir, I exactly. didn't say that. Exactly. You know, but you know, you can tensions ar- are high. Emotions you could are argue high. that a guy who is sporting two ponytails <laughs> <laughs> might be a little bit like little known fact. Actually, um, when Avatar came out and they were sourcing who to use for like the Navi, like the the, the alien yes, people, yes, yes, Rekshay yes, was. I get what one you're of going. those guys. I understand where you're going with this. Really went. long. <laughs> <laughs> I get where it's going. <laughs> I could see right away when you mentioned Avatar. The know. only reason I came on the show was to pull my Brekshay avatar joke. To be honest <laughs> with you, we liked Brekshay originally, and I would I would like to say that every now and then you can misjudge someone, mm-hmm. and I misjudged him in a positive way. You know, you know what's crazy, though? I, I feel like and he, he's getting a lot of stick for that, the diving thing against Tigris. Yes. But, but I, I do appreciate someone who is willing to skirt the law for yes. the greater good. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, that does sound like the attitude of a TFC supporter <laughs> and someone who comes from Toronto. But no, we don't like that at all. Uh, we think it's disgraceful. Wow. And wow. to be honest with you, that was truly bad. The dive was so bad because the goalie pulled out. He knew he was going to dive and the Tigers goalie pulls out of the challenge and mm-hmm. so he's three yards away from him when he dives. No, I, I, I do, I'll laugh about it for yeah. the days. No, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? He, you're yeah. saying that you like the fact that he's like, he's dedicated to the team. He wants to... Mm-hmm. But then he goes and shows the opposite of that <laughs> by just absolute bonehead. Like I said, I mean, the the the, the we've got the the momentum. Mm-hmm. We've got the momentum. We're looking good, and he takes it all away with a moment of stupidity. And and in the stadium, I was upset because I didn't know what he said. Um, but having seen that he actually asked him, "Did you say that?" and he said, "Yes, I did." <laughs> yeah, that leads me to believe because. If he had have just given him a red card for saying it right away, then I think that's harsh. Yeah. I think it's harsh because I think, like Robinson says, a lot of stuff gets said out right. there, and I would imagine and it, totally, you have to have a, totally, a thick skin, and, and people are swearing, and they're grown men, and they're battling. But the other is like so like Mark Geiger for example wouldn't he wouldn't bat an eye if you told if someone told him to fuck himself you yeah, know what yeah I mean like it would yeah. be for different guys it's different but knowing this guy's track record and you it's not like he's new to the league you yes. know that's what he's like. It's, and it's some, me, show some discretion, I guess, is what you're asking Breck to do there. And, and I suppose it does beg the question. There is the photograph of Breck Shea wearing the... Um, the green pants? No, the the American flag um, tank top <laughs> holding two guns. And he does seem like a really progressive dude in what he says, like he's an artist and stuff. But that photo makes you wonder... And on a day where, oh, it might even, yeah, on a day where we were, like told, probably, we were told, we were told to, voted for to show, show racism <laughs> the red card. So that was interesting, too, that people should know if you weren't at the game. I don't know how you're listening to this, if you weren't at the game. But um, maybe you're away. 
you might be away on a work vacation or something like that. And so you, yeah, in Alberta, for example. You could be away in Alberta, yeah. Um, but So, John, you probably don't know this. They gave out, they handed out little red cards before the okay. game, and it says, show, okay. show racism, the red card. And... Uh, and so it was kind of ironic that uh, Breck Shea then took a, a red card for dissent <laughs> when we were meant to show races in the red card. And the angle I'm trying to take here is that obviously the uh, referee in question is a person of color, and Breck Shea, you said probably voted for Hillary. I'm going to put out their devil's advocate. I think he might be a low-key Trump supporter. I mean, you know what? what? As soon as I said that, I'm like, I think I could see. I, I think could, I could see where you're coming from. He there. might be a low-key Trump <laughs> supporter, and I think that he doesn't. No, worse, yeah. worse, Jill Stein, possibly. Jill Stein. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, I don't want to get too political on this. A white caps Vancouver white. Colin, you told me this was a libertarian podcast, correct? Is that true? I I don't I don't recall saying anything. Like that. <laughs> Okay, so the so the goal, the goal, the first goal. Um, so here's my uh, Christian. If you allow me to have the uh, the floor. Oh as, yeah. As they say. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Man. I want to say this. So Raheem Edwards, like you were saying, Bolanos coming on changed it for Vancouver, and, mm-hmm. and there was positive play. But when Raheem Edwards came on for TFC. That changed it in our favor. I know yeah. you're down against ten men, yeah. different, but but it was a good substitution. What a, and a, a good substitution. This kid, this kid is in the USL last year. He was fantastic. Gave him a chance this year to play the first team. Um, he offers something that we don't really have in terms of the pace and also the skill in the ball. The ball he sends in to Victor Vasquez for one nil. Quality ball. Well, I mean, he yeah. didn't send it into Victor Vasquez. Rather, he's, he's, it's Josie to Josie Victor to Vasquez. Victor, yeah. Sorry, the first but, ball, but very, that very first good. ball though in in there is the quality. Both balls are great. The quality, the, the quality from Altidore and, and is wonderful. Is, and this is that. why I was saying I think Josie might be our most important player is because of that. It's, it, it, I feel like a, a striker is it, what do they focus on? Why scoring he, goals. Why right? does he take steroids though? <laughs> wow, that's my question. That's not true at all. Well, have you seen? He I didn't have, used to be that big. People grow up. People grow up. <laughs> People grow up when they take <laughs> anabolic steroids. So they and they for test performance and they test. They test, by the way. Yeah. So. Oh yes, and 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 it's unheard of <laughs> in professional sports that people have ever beaten. Going back, ass. going back to things that actually did happen, though, okay. I would just want to say having an eye out for the next pass is something that I think Joe's best attribute that he has. Josie can. He's not just a goal scorer. Yeah. So. Well, yes, that's true, and having a lot of quality around him is helpful. Playing with Javanko, you know, knowing that you have somebody right. that when you. But even when he doesn't, though, he's a provider as well. So yeah, yeah, no, he's a great player. He's uh, he's a really good player. I find it, uh, it makes me laugh. He's a he's a U.S. national, mm-hmm. right? And then Bradley is a is a is he the captain of the correct? Correct. It's really funny that they came back to the MLS and then both came to a Canadian team. That was interesting to me, you know? Like Here's the crazy part. Toronto is a very nice place to live. Well, to be America. honest with you, I've actually been to Toronto, Have and you? I know that that's not true, what you just said. <laughs> John, like, are you... We call, it, we call it the Monterey of Canada. Um, that's what we call it, yeah. John, have you been, John, you lived in Ontario, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, whereabouts? I lived there for 14 years, uh, just in suburbs of Toronto. So you do know Toronto's not a good place to live, then? I think the thing with Toronto is that if you are coming from America or like an even worse war-torn country, mm-hmm. um, then sure, then sure, Toronto, great place to live. Yes. If you're coming from Vancouver, yes. Toronto is, is a shit pile. I gotcha. The yeah. prob- Colin, the problem is I don't believe you. See, the, I don't believe you. One of the big problems... What do you mean you don't believe me? I just, I just don't know. I, 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 the veracity of your, your first statement, I just don't believe it. Well, hey, why do you live in Vancouver now, Jimmy, <laughs> right, right. and you say that you prefer Toronto? You think it's a better place? No, I mean, I mean, there's. I, I think what's fair to say is that. Uh, different strokes for different folks mm-hmm. is the uh, the saying. Hey, I love. Okay, hey, well, I well, love well, talking about fucking exactly stroking. Hey, I love fucking stroking it. Right. Sorry, that was James Christopher. Sorry, Colin. What were you saying? He oh, was, I just said, wow, you're stealing, uh, you're stealing James's uh, jack off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, see, I, he knew, he knew, he knew. He was all over it. We were both yeah. trying to get to the joke at the same time. So I think, I think, if we want to move on, Josie Altidore seals it with a stunning turn and strike. Very, very, very good goal. Stupid good. I, 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 I like uh, Spencer Ritchie. Great story. Very cool to see him get yeah, a shot very like that. Cool to, very to cool to him. see him in goal, though, when that happened, because I feel like he was not prepared at no. all for that. To be honest with you, it was a great goal, Yeah, but 
I think there's a chance that Usted saves it. I, probably because probably. It, I, when I on the replay I see it, it's not right into the corner. Right. It's it's. Right. I think he's well, he's beaten by pace and he's beaten by he's fooled by the turn. Like it's it's he's, too he, quick. He pivots the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, he's got his he's got his body yeah. moving yeah. the wrong way and he's fooled because he thinks he's gonna go to the other side with it. That's what it is. Right. He thinks the angle that Jose Altador is coming in that he can only shoot short side, and so he goes that way. But then he cuts it back brilliantly. But I think that probably Usted saves it. And also the, the sun's an issue there for him too. The sun's in his eyes. As well. That was the weirdest part is watching the highlights again, how crazy the sun looks on the broadcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised keepers could see anything. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was crazy. And he yeah, so Richie he didn't play he didn't play poorly. That goal I mean that's and that's Waston, unfortunately too though. I mean because Altador is a great player and a great striker, right. but he, he's not—he's not the quickest player. He's strong, but Waston's right. strength is meant to be his uh, strength as well. And and the fact that he's beaten so easily and that, turned—that that, felt, felt like one of the most interesting matchup, like uh, like a one v one level, like yes. Waston Altador. Because like you would physically, Kendall Waston can do that job. Like yeah. you would assume so, but yeah. that. Seeing them go toe to toe, it's like all right. As the game kind of progressed, you saw Josie become more influential, more you're direct. Not, you're not the best uh, defender in the league if you get turned like that. Yeah. You just aren't. Yeah. You, you, that's that's day one defending with a guy with his back to the goal and you in between him and the goal. That you need to be able to defend that position as a yeah. defender. And yeah, I'm not big. We have issues at the back. We have two guys who are am- amazing at winning the ball in the. Air, um, in Parker and Waston, they they they're two of the best. Right, maybe in the in the whole league. I think Parker is excellent. You think Parker's excellent? Yeah. So so this is we'll we'll all all they, we'll clash offline. We'll clash. We'll clash. We'll clash because because Parker. If, if you watch the replay, and if I could find a full broadcast, Parker kicked the ball off the side. Into the stands, <laughs> minimum of ten times. Minimum of ten times in the game. He didn't play a meaningful ball or a mm-hmm. meaningful pass mm-hmm. to anybody the entire game, and that's inexcusable. You can be as good as you want defensively. Do you like Dean? Yes, I, he had a horrible game in the, in his second game that he came yeah. back. But I like him. I'm big on him. I think he can move the ball. He can actually pass the ball. He, he's different than those two guys because he can actually pass the ball, and you need to have a guy who can pass the ball. I think what the problem, and this is from an outsider, like I obviously mm-hmm. you guys follow this team far more than I do. From outsider opinion, I feel the problem is the way the uh, the setup is for the Whitecaps. Like there's no. Uh, I would say there's no plan, really, when, from the defender's foot to the midfield, for example. A lot of it is just, like, hoof it on the wing. But that and then seems to be the plan, which is if, bizarre. But if that's the plan, there's literally... Like, and you're asking your defenders to do a lot in terms of, like, quality balls and, like, quality passes yeah. that maybe they're not but see, so that's suited about, to do. But Exactly. And But my argument would be, unless, unless they're telling... Because it seems like they'll pick that pass. Mm-hmm. Waston will do it often where he's got another option where, where somebody shows right. for him somebody Tybert comes back and shows for him but he chooses the ball down the wing up uh, to shade that he doesn't have the quality to deliver right. but he tries it anyways as if it's drawn up in the training as if they actually say this is what we want you and doing this, and this might be the issue though I feel like so and we talk about this but like if it's Lava or Jacobson or Tybert I don't think they trust those guys to put the ball forward yeah, and that and that yeah, that's what going, I was gonna say. Yeah. I think that that's the main issue is that you know even if you're Watson or Parker and you make a good pass on the deck to Laba or Tybert or Jacobson, are you trusting them to get the ball up to the wing? Yeah, we have nobody. Right Lava, I mean, that's what we're talking about. We have we have no we have no so, Michael Bradley. So my my thing and like you guys tell me if I'm crazy here, but I you I, are I, go I, on. I, I played Mosquito has to come like sit deeper back. Like I know he's the ten, but like he has to come get the ball sometimes yeah see I think I think Bolaños does that I think Bolaños drops back slides back in and and I think that's why we were effective because that is what happened and then this is what Chris we were saying like completely when he came you saw there was someone who had some sort of forward thinking he could draw back receive the ball and distribute it and has I mean I mean Bolaños is a a world class player Mm -hmm. I mean he played at Copa America and was on the first team I mean yeah he's the the guy's an actual world class player who's played at a world class level and has that ability you know his legs might not be what they used to right. be, and he probably can't play at that level anymore for that reason. But he he has the quality, and he can pick those passes out. And and we need him on the field. Um, and yeah, I think that he needs to do exactly what you said: drop back and then link up with Mosquito. And, and, and I hope Davies 
can come back to form because I think it's got to be Davies, Bolaños, Mesquita, and Montero as your front yeah. four. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. John, you probably still like Breck Shea, right? John loves Breck Shea. <laughs> I do like Breck Shea. Yeah, I think he's good, but I I agree. I think those I, I like those front three players better. I think Breck's probably your first choice off the bench after those guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has got a lot of options. Red. Yeah, you do. There's a lot of options. And and. and Pachera, like, you know, I mean, I'm really low on Pachera right now, but uh, I don't know, I think Shea is getting, like, the red card, I think, maybe has made people sway the other way. I think his first couple games, most of what people were saying about him was pretty positive. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and, and he, the, the thing is, he didn't do anything either way. Like, he didn't do anything really bad. He didn't do anything really great. So people were just kind of like, okay, yeah, he's a good, he's a solid player. He's, he's playing well. He's maybe better than I thought he was. Um, and then you get the red card, and then people start to just sway to, like, the bottom end of things. We're like, oh, well, he really hasn't done anything, and, and now he gets sent off. Like, you know, what the yeah. hell? Um, you you so can always that's use... Kind of, you know, to me, I think he's a, he's definitely a serviceable player. He's got a double ponytail. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about the... I like the hair I like the hair and the headband. I don't know about the two-ponytail system. I, I don't know. Yeah, he's taking heat for the two-ponytails. Egregious. Yeah. And deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if you've got, it's like it's like when you used to be play when you used to play youth soccer. John didn't play. Did you used to play? I did. Yeah. So when you used to play, there would be like there would be guys who would have real fancy boots. Now everyone has fancy right. boots. Right. But normally it would be standard blacks. You'd have blacks, and then be one guy with white boots. I don't want to. Back in my day, though, as well, if you had good boots, you yeah. were you had to be good. That's what like, I'm. You that's what I'm saying. You couldn't get away. That's with exactly. That. That's exactly, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Because exactly. so when you had those good boots, you had to. And I feel and that way with a double ponytail. <laughs> you have to be. <laughs> yeah. Star. If you <laughs> have a double ponytail, you got to be the best player on the pitch. I say to, to John's point, and he, I think you're bang on. He's a very he is an MLS player that you will need yeah. through the course of whatever grind the season is because it is a grind, and you have a lot of random games between cup games and yeah, even with, with obviously Vancouver playing in the in the Concacaf Champions League. Like they yeah, they got one more players. match. You'll need players to <laughs> match at least. Maybe you never know. Yeah. So I think you need you need guys like that. He plays a lot of positions too. Exactly. He can actually play exactly. as a wing back. That's exactly. what he was playing at Orlando City was as a wing back. So he can play as a false, you know, as a defensive player, a wide player, an attacking player, and that's definitely valuable to have someone who can come yep. and play a bunch of different positions. Guy who's really big, he can win balls in the air. Specifically against certain teams, probably he'll need to start. It'll be important against teams where we feel like we're going to be crossing the ball a lot or we're going to be we're going to use his height. You know, I find that United will do the same thing. Where Marrow and Fellaini will play in certain games for that specific reason because they feel like height is going to be a legitimate 100%. 100%. Um, a game-changing factor. And so, yeah, definitely important to have. But I think that those are, yeah, that's, that's and Shane and Williams, I liked. He had a good match. He was another bright spot. John, did you like him? Uh, yeah, I thought he was pretty good. I'm, I'm a little bit uh, curious as to what he's going to offer going forward. Um, yeah. I think that he, you know, last year we had like the opposite of that with Fraser Aired, where you loved what he brought going forward, but he was just a nightmare defensively. He would need to. Um, Fraser Aired, the problem with Fraser Aired is that Fraser Aired could play at TFC because as like the, the wing back. Because he's a wing back. That's right. what yeah, Fraser Aired exactly. is. That's what he played at Rangers was a right. wing back, and that's where he's most effective right. in, a, in a five defense, you know, not it's, in a. So it's funny watching watching Beta play because I don't get how money was an issue for you guys to keep him. Hey, he, you he know would what? have been perfect. To be honest, he's still with perfect you, for that that position. To be honest with you, yes. Every single fucking time we watch him play, every time he comes back into BC plays, everybody it, sits in the in the stands <laughs> and says, "Why did we let that guy go?" Exactly. Why? I mean, so I'm hoping Shane and Williams. I don't think he offers as much coming forward as as. Be I don't think he's as good of a right back as Beta Shore, but I think he's a good right back. For sure. And for I think sure. that he's the he's the choice over Nowitzki for sure. Nowitzki had a, a, a decent game, but I think he's the choice. I think still. much like Shane, yeah. it's like Shannon Williams is one of those guys. Also, that if he's if you're if he's on your team, yeah, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing that yeah. he is part of the squad because you're going to need guys like that to just for sure get through. Yeah. The slog. Yeah, and, he, and he's been there. He's played in the yeah. MLS a long time. Yeah. He's proven that he can play at this level. And yeah, no, I like him. Um, I think if, that uh, on a positive note, I will say, and I, I again, I know you guys are heavily invested in in Whitecaps life, but uh, mm -hmm. from an outside, I don't think it's like hundred percent you'll miss the playoffs. But I'm interested to see. Yeah, how the West shakes out because I don't think this team is as good as they think they are. Possibly. Yeah. 
and I'm a little worried for your for your. Well, sake. the good thing about that is I think that it's becoming quite clear to them that they're not yeah. that good pretty early if they so do I, think they're good. But like, what do they do? What do you get? You got you got to get like a creative either someone that is can play beside Lava who can actually. Well, play we, the well I think we all know who we need. Atiba. Yeah, that's who we need. We need Atiba, and he's gonna save the day just like Freddie Montero did. He's gonna. Save I hope. Him. I hope he comes. I want him to come. I, I, I think him. he's gonna. I love come. him. I think I he's gonna to come. come back to. I think he's coming for sure. I think Atiba's I think coming. If you, I think if you look at if you look at a Whitecaps at the lineup where you have where you've got Montero up top you've got Jordy playing behind him you've got Davies and Bola on the wings and you've got Atiba and Lava playing in that that's, yeah. you'll be fine you'll be fine I think we're, you're, I think you're thinking that's, that's a potential MLS Cup winning yeah, team. yeah. we can, we can compete then we're, yeah. we're, we're at the level of, of, of the way that definitely because Fair. we are so missing so how, why, why are you so sure that he's coming I just feel that he's coming. I feel that uh, through the talk, through the stuff that I've heard, through his situation where he lives right now, I feel like he's definitely leaving that team. Right. I feel like he wants to come back to the MLS. That's clear at his age. And I feel like he wants to come back to Canada, definitely. And I feel like the MLS is really big mm-hmm. on that. And mm-hmm. I feel like the MLS is going to do some stuff to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I feel... I, I went to the... I, I watched that... Um, that town hall meeting, right? Um, where the white, where the MLS commissioner, that little weasel, Don, he, Don Garber, Don Garber, he, you know what? His his Twitter handle is like commish or something. No, it's like yeah. something really arrogant. Something soccer like, Don, the soccer Don, the, the, the soccer, soccer Don. Don. The soccer Don. Don right. I tweeted at him. I was like, <laughs> I said, I said, do you think that your Twitter handle is like indicative of like a really huge <laughs> ego? Like, and then he didn't respond. But anyways, I listened to him say, uh, I listened to him say that like, you know, we want to push this for, we yeah. want to make this happen. We want to help bring good quality Canadian players Chris, back that, to Canada. If this happens, I, and what you guys just said, what, what JC, what you just said, like that lineup, definitely good enough to, to get you yeah. very far. With a lot of players backing up as right. well, with players to come right. off the bench, with players like Mane right. to come and run at you at what, the, at, in the, in the crazy, 75th minute. What's crazy is that, like, for me, the Whitecaps, like, on paper, have. One of the more talented squads, I think, in the league. Yeah. But there's such a glaring hole totally. in one spot that yes. it has to be that it, like a guy like a team becomes. So if yeah. that's the plan, yeah, and I'm, I think I'm, I'm confident you guys will be fine. But if if let's just say things don't work out mm-hmm. and Besiktas maybe changes their mind or Atiba's like, well. Well, they gotta have other people in mind. You would too. hope so. Yeah. You would hope so, right? But they do struggle to bring players here. Yeah, there's no doubt. Which about I don't that. understand why, though. Because, like, I mean, if everything's set up for you, it's not a bad place to live. Do you know why? It's because I talked to Bob Leonard Doozy. It's because Bob Leonard Doozy's a nerd. He's just <laughs> off-putting. You talk to him, and it's just like he's nice. And even everything. the nerd, even nerds, just pay people. I think yeah. the problem is also yeah. paying. Yeah, people. definitely. The, the, there's a bit of an issue. Mallet, yeah. Jeff Mallet, who I've recently discovered is shockingly short, <laughs> because I saw him being interviewed by Perry Skolkowski or something before the game. Or he was in Mexico, of course. He flew himself down there on his private jet. I'm gonna be one of those guys now on his wow. private jet. I don't sign off on any of his people fly. His piece of crap on his private jet can't even. Speak spend seven million of his own money. Less paid for that, by the way. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. But he's got a yeah, guy who's got a dollar less than God anyways. Like yeah. He's a billionaire. But yeah, so he's got, he could fly himself out there. But anyways, I saw him beside Skolkowski and he comes up to the guy's belt line. The guy's like four foot eight. <laughs> Perry's a tall dude, though. Oh, is he? Perry's a tall dude. What is yeah. he, like eight foot nine? He is eight foot nine, actually. <laughs> he's the George Murison. Imagine Muresan, he's uh, the, actually the tallest man in the world, and I look it up right now, and it's like, holy shit, Perry Skolkowski <laughs> is the tallest man in the world. That's amazing. Um, okay, so what's, let's let's kind of wrap it up here. Yeah. What's what's the outlook? So we, we're kind of talking about it right now, the outlook for the Whitecaps. I think that we're missing that... Um, we're missing that that person in that position, and until that person comes, it's going to be a struggle. I think we'll struggle to probably be a 500 team. Um, that's you know to make the playoffs right on the fringe. I think as it stands, 
but with you know that filled in, I think yeah we could, and if we can stay around, and if he actually comes this exactly. year, um, hang in the conversation. If we hang in the conversation, and then and then Atiba comes, and I think we can be a threat, and I think yeah. it's it's wide up, open enough, definitely in the West too, that we can make the playoffs low and still make a run for the cup. The po- the positive is none of this early stuff matters really much yeah. in MLS, right? So find your find your place. Atiba comes, doesn't come, but like that that's. Uh, bang on assessment I would say I think we should we should I I'm not up I think Carl Robinson this season if 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 those even if we don't make the playoffs even with this team though you know like say say Atiba doesn't come if we don't make the playoffs I think he, we we should get rid of uh, Robinson no. in my opinion. No. Yeah, I hate Robinson. I think his tactics are fraudulent. I think he doesn't. You are have... lucky. You are lucky to have Carl Robinson. Nah, this guy is because he used to play for TFC. <laughs> These guys are like, oh, this guy is great because he was a great player, but he's not a great manager. He's his tactics are lacking. He's he has. I, he... I just I just so. Fair. And like, you don't he, watch his game exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I watch them every exactly. time, and exactly. it's kicking. And that's that's a that's a fair point to make. I just I think what Robo does extremely well is that the buy-in. I I believe that the players play for him, mm-hmm. which is like I feel like a big ass yeah. in MLS because a lot of the, sometimes it's like who is like why am I listening to this guy etc. But I think it'll work out for him here. I think that's what he has going for him is that he. It must have that going for him because he doesn't pick good lineups and he doesn't have good tactics. And those are two very important parts of managing because it's so frustrating watching the games. I mean, it could be a... But but like I said to you before about Waston seeming to pick out passes when he has better options, Mm -hmm. that it seems to me like tactically he is choosing to play that style of football in the face of everyone being angry about it. That he says, this is my tactic, is that from the back we're going to try to play balls out high long and wide and try to run on to them mm-hmm. for, with our strikers and, and he's choosing to play that and he's doing it over and over again and it has been he, for a full season but, and a half. but I think the counter argument is what we're talking about but if he had a different option yes. he would use it right and that's why I think he's smart enough that he would use it so. there, is a cho- there is a chance that he plays that way or that he doesn't that it is just that it seems that way because we are so lacking that person in the right. center of the park right. to bring it together that we leave ourselves with no options and end up playing this disjointed kick-and-run football and that Robinson hates it right. and that he's frustrated. But I wish he would say that. He can't, though. Why? Why he can't, can't he? Why? Why, why, why can't what he say... What does he have to gain by saying out loud yeah. that he doesn't have the best players available to him? Oh, no, not the best players available. But I'm saying, why Why doesn't he say, why doesn't he say though, that, that it is frustrating? This isn't the style. When everyone, when all the fans are saying, stop playing yeah. this style, stop playing the style, we're I, paying I money, we're I just, mad. I just don't understand what you have to win, though, by saying that out loud. Yeah. If, the if fans. I'm, the the fans who are, that's sure, who you have to win. Sure, the but fans I, think, who are, I, think, I think the issue is that he he's not just worried about uh, his job. Like he's worried about how the people above him are hearing his comments. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure this guy. It has to be because it's so. We're talking about this so evidently. There has to be conversations in the back room being like, we need to bring someone in yeah. that can actually play. Yes. Well, he has right. said yeah. things to that. Very to that covertly, effect. right? Yeah. Very covertly. He has definitely yeah. covertly said yeah. sort of like, hey, we're, we want that. We need that right. person in the center of the park. You know, he's... he's, he, he's I, Chris, what I will say is that when when you don't have him anymore, you yeah. will lament missing. I won't. You will. I think I will. That's will. not how I live. I think, we'll make a, we'll make a, a friendly wager. I burned I everything of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> The next day, you don't know me. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I was high on Robinson when he came in for the first two season. I, I was high on him. I liked him, um, but when when I saw that he wasn't willing to that the the system wasn't working that he was playing and and that he wasn't willing to deviate from it and that he he, he wasn't willing and 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 his his teams aren't. I don't think he picks a good team. A lot of the time, he he picks suspect lineups. And and yeah, I don't I don't think he's a great manager. I, I'm not sold on him. I don't think he's ever been a great manager right. either, right? This is his first real. If if, if, if you want to wrap this up, yeah, I we're wrapping say, it up. I will say for the TFC outlook, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best teams in in the league, and I think we'll be in the conversation again to end. But there was a moment when uh, I believe it was right our first time we ever make the playoffs, get in, get absolutely trucked by mm-hmm. Montreal, three yeah. 0 devastating night. And they had a decision to make, and it was Greg Vanny, do you stay or do you start over again? And shockingly, they decided to stay with him. 
mm-hmm. and look at what's happened afterwards. I'm not saying that's the same case all all across the board, yeah. but there's there's something to be said about a coach that players like and a coach that the league respects to the yeah. point where they will come play for you. But they aren't. It, which is a more money thing than, than anything so. else. Yeah. So I think Bravo here... I see what you're saying, but because like, if he I was bringing like, in more players, if that was the case, and it right. was like, okay, but we've got not, these people wanting to come. That's paper, though. I feel yeah. like it's paper. Yeah, and the turf. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't the, help the turf. Um, hey, John. So how do you, how how's your tour going, anyways? Oh man, tour's going fine. That's been a good time. <laughs> Calgary's a nice city. Hey, John told me a funny story. He probably doesn't want me to tell on the air about the about watching the game. Sure. Yeah, you can tell me. Uh, no, no, but you told me the Sorry. story. You can, you can tell them. Oh, John was saying that how he was like, John's on tour as a as a comedian. He was saying that he was like he was with this lady, I guess. Like after his show, some lady was like, "Hey, you're real funny. Would you like to have sex?" What? <laughs> I mean, that's happened sometimes at comedy shows. So then, so John was like with this lady, I guess, but then. He had to watch the soccer game because he has a podcast <laughs> now and he can't miss the soccer game, so he had to tell him. I don't lady. believe any of the story. Yeah, though. well, anyways, you, <laughs> hey, you find your own ways to make yourself seem cool on your own podcast then. Hey, okay, John, so they didn't believe the lady story. Sorry, buddy, I tried. I know. I know. Yeah, well, it was a good bit, I think, that we, that we thought about. Wow. He's a handsome guy. John is a handsome guy, so I kind of believe, but I don't believe the scenario. He's a my, teacher as well, did right? you know? that i did know that and yeah. he curls I, he's a very very interesting human being very eclectic gentleman um john yeah, when do you come back so you're gonna miss the next game as well oh there is no uh, game next no. week Bye week, right? international break. Yeah, so international break we'll be... we'll still do a podcast though maybe we'll get together and do some sort of different podcast yeah. we'll do one for sure yeah yeah that sounds nice but yeah i'll be back on sunday so we can uh we'll get together all right sounds good enjoy yourself yeah. uh I, I will. Thank you, uh, Devang, for uh, putting up with my co-host. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me, Gus. Thank oh, you. no problem. He left his shoes on, John. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, wow. you can't teach manners, uh, you know. Anyways. In uh, Toronto, we wear our shoes everywhere, so I'm sorry. I'll be honest. <laughs> I've been to Toronto, and it was a shithole. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Uh, this has been Podcaps, and uh, we'll be back next week. And, uh, yeah, Robinson out. Oh, yeah, Hurtado came on in the 70th minute and uh, took a ball down the wing and uh, fired it harmlessly wide and high into the top corner, and that was his contribution. Clearly should have just took a shot low across the goal, maybe spilled it. Uh, that would have been uh,